Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring a Steven Universe, a Miraculous Ladybug, and the new Powerpuff Girls, among others. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilball. Hello. And Michelle Ander. Hey. Today, Delaney, Michelle, and I will be resuming our weekly Steven Universe roundtables, discussing a specific Steven Universe topic um, until the show comes back at an unknown date. Uh, Again. Yeah, we've, we've stopped uh, United States airings the Into Deep uh, like special. It was just four weeks of it ended. And even though Steven floats, the next episode is aired overseas. It has not aired here yet. Um, and when that happen, when that will happen, we do not know. Uh, we were at some point told that summer of Steven between June and August would be a thing. That was before Into Deep was a thing. So who knows if they've changed their mind? Anyway, we will not be spoiling Steven floats. There's not much to spoil from that episode. Oh well, um, we're going to get into very slightly minor spoilers about what doesn't happen, um, but nothing about what does happen because I feel like I want to frame the discussion in terms of like we don't like have resolution for this plot arc right so i mean uh, it's, okay. it, it's fine but we're not spoiling the actual episode anyway uh you can check us out at overlyanimated.com and you can search for the overly animated podcast on itunes or your favorite podcatcher uh on weeks when there's not a new episode of steven universe we have a this round table where we discuss specific topics etc and this week we are discussing i didn't i uh, realized i didn't say that yet uh lapis <laughs> and the state of lapis and her character we got into a lot of this on our same old world um and barn mates uh i i think the most relevant podcast would be our barn mates uh listener feedback show uh if you want like a preamble to this one um we're gonna get into more of that type of stuff here about lapis character uh let's get into it so the first thing i want to talk about is what what's going on right now with lapis and peridot which was hit on hit upon in uh detail in same old world and then barn mates and then kind of tabled in uh in um in uh hit the diamond and uh the the what doesn't happen is that the next episode doesn't really ad- get back to addressing their dynamic and them splitting the barn and everyone's kind of assuming this isn't really spoilers right now that they're living in the barn together so i my reaction Handles. was yeah <laughs> right like well <laughs> presumably with their purple line divided uh side and, and stuff also um I don't. I don't even know why gems like need to really live somewhere. They're not like sleeping, so I don't. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, uh, so my... I mean, I guess I mean they can have shelter. I mean, right. they're allowed yeah. to like, have shelter. I guess. I mean, Peridot sat in the rain before and stuff, but you know, yeah, they could. Uh, I don't know how much time Peridot and Lapis are spending in the barn versus outside of the barn. Right. <laughs> we can we can speculate on that. That's very fun, but. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is um, I'm going to give a take on this, and then I want you guys to uh, say whether you agree or disagree, right? So yeah. my feelings right now are that I'm I'm not satisfied with uh, Peridot and Lapis being happy to be living together. I think that this was uh, addressed somewhat at the end of Barnmates. I think that we had um, Lapis reacting somewhat positively to Peridot after Peridot says whatever at the end when they come down and Lapis protects her and uh, everything also seems okay in Hit the Diamond, but they never really interact or something. I mean, they interact in the beginning when Lapis is like, you you weren't lying about them coming after you, which was not, which was true, not true anyway. But um, 
So I just I just feel like this was such a big deal in same old world and barmates, and um, I'm I'm somewhat satisfied that they might be somewhat okay with each other now. Uh, but I think tabling them and saying that they're just, you know, they're just off in the bar and they're fine, uh, together, uh, leaves me, uh, uh, with, uh, an episode or two addressing that to be desired. Uh, Delaney, what's your take on that? I mean, I'd, I'd say I, I agree. I mean, it's like, you know, they're not, I mean, they're, I think they're, they're tolerating each other. I don't think we can be like, oh, they're fine. They're friends. Yeah. You know, we had... Oh yeah, you know we had fun baseball times. But that doesn't really, you know, mean anything. Like it's just it's such a weird. And then of course, and you we can all like that's kind of, that that was a weird episode anyway. I mean, obviously it was wonderful, but that kind of like we can have. Like, I mean, I'm still expecting. Like I don't know. Like I, I mean, I, we shouldn't table it at all. Like they. Like I think we're. I think there's a lot of assumptions being made about like. And again, we still don't know Lapis and like. There's still friction just because just because they're not screaming at each other, you know, 24 hours a day doesn't mean like they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, but they are they are presumably in the same place and living together. That does, I think, warrant some uh, some non-friction to uh, to a certain extent. Well, I mean, I think they I mean, I think they might be at a like like they, they're tolerating each other. Yeah. I mean, and it's all for the sake of Steven. So, like, it's kind of very much like okay, we're going to make this work. We have to make this kind of work. We don't have to like each other, but we have to, like, just not fight and break things every two minutes. Yeah. So so, here's, I, so here's my question, is that you weren't spoiled. So is are, was this something that you... Was this, like, how you read the episode, at the end of Barn Mates, that uh, this is where we were, or is this something you're kind of surprised with, that we're tabling this plot, at least for, like, an episode? Uh, I mean, I wasn't that... Like I'm not. To me, it's not like tabling so much. It's just it's just what something happened, and we, you know, like a lot of like you know, whoa, we have a crash. You know, there's stuff going on. There's more important things going on. I don't think it's so much tabling as like we have this moment. We have like this weird baseball stuff going yeah. on, and then we're gonna go back to fighting. Like it was. It's kind of like a reprieve it's i mean obviously it's a distraction and i think it's actually kind of a good way to go is you know we have this brief distraction and then kind of when everyone thinks everything's kind of okay it's definitely not yeah <laughs> i think i think have, hit the yeah. diamond comes across that way but i will say uh the next episode does i think in my opinion make it clear that they're tabling it but it also could just be one episode um so that's, I, mean, I haven't yeah have you is it I haven't seen promos or anything for that. Yeah, though, there's no promos or anything. Like, not I'm, really, I'm not going to spoil yeah. you on like what happens, but I'm just saying like it does. Okay. It does seem like they're tabling it. Uh, okay. So that's I, I agree though that I think it's fine for Hit the Diamond. Like I think it makes sense with yeah. them coming down. It's like right after time wise. My bigger problem was with the the, the next episode that I was in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like we might. I mean, again, like we're dealing with eleven minute episodes, and I, I I don't have no idea what happens in the next episode. I don't know. <laughs> like I mean. My opinion might change. I don't know, but you know, moving forward, I think it's okay that we can we can leave this al- like again. I don't like the word tabling. So do, so tabling do you think we can leave it alone for a little bit? Okay, this is gonna sound it's gonna sound contradictory to me. Tabling is more of like that's a more long term word than okay. we can uh, leave it alone for like a few episodes. Yeah, like, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Like to me, tabling is like we're not gonna talk about this for the rest of the season, which okay. to me is ridiculous. Yeah, we can. obviously that's I'm arguing semantics, but like. Yeah, we can. This can. This can. Like, we had a moment. You know, we had hit the diamond. You know, they're 
they're okay. I mean, we don't, we say presumably they're li- living, you might know something I don't from the promo, I don't, or the episode, but like. Yeah, we don't need to talk details, but yeah, it's. So like, it's, so like to it me, depends how it's going to be living done, together. Right? They might not be. Okay. Like, they could be, we might still, wait, there could be, obviously I'm not a big fan of things happening off screen, but like, they might not be living together, and I'm okay right now with having some issues that are, take a little bit more precedence over Peridot and Lapis. One, because we've been focusing on Peridot for so long. Obviously, I love Peridot. She's a treasure. And Lapis is also quickly becoming a treasure. And their interactions are just going to be amazing. But, you know, it's okay. We can move a little bit. We can have some other stuff. We can move forward a little bit more. And then have them coming coming in and, like, really creating conflict at, like, really important moments. You know, like, something happens and it's like, well, you know, this would go a whole lot easier if Lapis and Peridot would, like, get along for two minutes. Like, I kind of want some, like, real friction. I don't want just want Steven fixing stuff. I want them to, like, cause problems. Yeah. Like, they're messing yeah. up Crystal Gym business or something. So, like, I think it's, we can leave it alone for a little bit, I think. Like, also, I think it's, if we have it too much, it's also, it's like, we don't want it to become the Peridot and Lapis show. I say yeah. that. Some people might. I don't know. Like, we need, we have to have other stuff going on, too. Yeah, several a lot of good points. Several reactions. One, Lapis uh, is and has been a treasure, and it's not becoming one. <laughs> IMO. She has has been. Number two, I do want to see the Peridot and Lapis show. I want to see wacky roommates living in the big city. Obviously, I mean, um, I'm for that, but. Uh, and I I I think that uh, you make a good point that even if they're currently, even if like they're living together, and we really don't know. Um, right. we can, we can continue this discussion as if that is true. I don't want to get into what the next episode right. says, but even if the next episode says something, it might not be true. Right. So, um, we can continue as if that is true, but even if that is true, then it still might cause conflict and not get along uh, on future missions or when Jasper comes into play or anything like that. Right. So I think that's a good point. Yeah, I don't uh, think, I don't think this is the end. I, and I don't think they yeah. intend for it to be, we've done this before. Like we have things, you know kind of happen and then we don't talk about it for a little bit and then we keep going because like that's that's how this show works like they you get lulled into a false sense of security and then something like ridiculous happens and your life changes in like four minutes yeah yeah i think it's it's a fair point it doesn't it it can be addressed doesn't need to be immediately addressed it's definitely a fair point michelle uh jump in on yeah yes I think they should let us, I just wanted to say that, like, I think it's good that they should let, we should sit on it. Like, we need to have a little bit of time to, like, adjust to presumably a new dynamic and having Lapis there before we, like, because if we keep having drama, it's going to just, you know, we can't, we can't keep, like, we don't want that to be all that, that all that there is to Lapis is her, like, conflict with Peridot. We need to, like, we can sit with it and it's fine and chill for a little bit and deal with other stuff and then it can come back. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I'd love to see Lapis doing other things um, and not be defined by this, too. Uh, which we don't know. We don't know what what's happening. So, uh, Michelle, jump on on this reaction to any of that and general opinion on uh, whether uh, this is uh, too like it doesn't make sense to leave it at that, et cetera, et cetera. I agree pretty much with everything Delaney was saying. I think, you know, it I, I think with the show, a lot of times like Delaney is like because she, she's saying like because you'll you will be going along you'll have all these really casual episodes and then you'll have like a huge like kind of like drama bomb or just like something like maximum capacity or like roach's scabbard which i think you know kind of caught everyone off guard at the time and while say rosa scabbards and like pro rose relationship has developed a lot like the the amethyst greg dynamic hasn't really been touched on again yet so i think you know, it's kind of up to the show when they want to bring up more things in terms of those interpersonal relationships. But they, I, I feel confident that they will. Um, 
And yeah, Peridot's definitely been having like a ton of attention. Like she got her own arc. I mean, like outside of that, Pearl's kind of the only character we've seen with more attention so far. Um, and I'm kind of hopeful to see more like Garnet and Amethyst, especially um, centered episodes going forward, because I think we definitely could learn so much more about them um, than we have so far. Although we have been getting a little more Garnet um, recently. I, I definitely think it was a good choice to have kind of a break from Peridot Lapis drama because I do I do think the um, and I know we can't really talk about Stephen Floats, but one like broad thing because we know it's not gonna be any crazy like plot heavy stuff, is that it I think it works really hard to kind of reground the show um back to its roots. And I think yeah, we'll, that's we'll kind get of into important. All that. We'll get into that. We'll so I, I feel like, yeah, they're definitely, they're not going to leave them like this. And obviously everything's not resolved and they're still going to have lots of conflict. It may even be like, Delaney was suggesting, maybe they'll like go on missions and like mess everything up because they don't know how to be crystal gems. And that'll be really interesting to see. Um, but I feel like this show could take its time and I would be completely fine with that because we, we've had so many intense plot episodes and I'm not really used to seeing that many all at once, so... I feel like I could I could have a couple more like laid back episodes and still be content with the pacing of things going forward. Okay. Yes. You you took it to uh, you anticipate my future rage. Uh, <laughs> you were taking future it to rage. yes. Uh, we're not discussing the quality of or content of Stephen Floats though. Although this is a preview of uh, of the discussion to come and my and this this uh, this podcast is the beginning of my. Uh, my path, uh, my unhappy oh, path God. towards the direction of the show. Anyway, that, that it's, I've seen one episode. Like let, that's that's too extreme. Like we'll see. Chill, chill, Obviously, I'm unhappy with the next one, but it also could just immediately reverse. Uh, and also, we've had like ten incredible ones in a row. You know, so whatever. I also just called Hit the Diamond last podcast the best episode of TV so far of 2016. Yeah. So, so you know, mm. we can we can <laughs> we can chill. Um, so take it down I, a notch. Yeah, we can take it down a notch. I think that uh, everything you guys are saying is true, except for that we uh, leaving it alone is um, it would be okay. Like I'm fine with that. We can address other things, but I just don't think the plot circumstance uh, it makes sense for a leave it alone attitude because uh, again, and we're assuming they're living together. Like they, they're they're interacting and like if they're just ignoring each other. Uh, and maybe that's right. what they're doing at the bar, and then that's one thing. Um, I'm fine with the show not addressing it. I just don't understand how these characters are functioning at the moment. Like, I, I need, like, I just don't, it, it's it's unclear to me, and um, I think it's a little bit unsatisfactory. We got a lot of, like, hateful buildup, and we don't see any sort of, um, any sort of, like, well-meanings, interactings, except for, like, two minutes at the end of Barn Mates, and then, like, 30 seconds and hit the diamond. So I well, guess that's my actually, main point here. I think it does make sense character-wise, because... Just, you know, Lapis blew up on Peridot, and of course, yeah. Peridot's like the most awkward green Dorito to ever exist. But, <laughs> like, Lapis, like, Lapis is kind of a, like, she's snarky, and, you know, she's, and she's hilarious, but, like, but she's kind of a quiet character. Like, she's very much, I, I don't think she's very confrontational. Like, I think Peridot pushed her to finally, like, react and, like, just flip out on her because that's what, you know, Peridot's, like, annoying the snot out of her. But I think, it, like, I think, and also they're, like, all of the gyms are, like, really socially awkward. Like, they don't, they're not human. They don't really, I mean, they act like humans kind of sometimes. But, like, they're, I mean, they're not us. And I think we can't really hold them necessarily to, like, human expectations on, like, interaction. Because, I mean, to us, they're so socially awkward. And I feel like all of us, kind of, like, they're weird, like, crystal-like creatures. And they, you know, and they do weird stuff. And Lapis, like, she, 
she seems to me non like she doesn't want to con- she's non-confrontational like she doesn't like what we saw was her like just at her breaking point with Peridot and like she can't yeah. deal with Peridot and I feel like and of course and of course Steven was encouraged like go like seriously if you hate someone and they keep coming up to you like try like of course yeah. you can go off on them eventually like it doesn't matter how quiet and unassuming you are you're gonna flip out at some point everyone has their limit so I feel like this kind of makes sense and also for the sake of Steven like like Steve like Lapis and Peridot both just adore Steven like La- arguing Lapis might even love Steven more in the way that she acts like to her like she ha- she seemed well to me she seems to have like a really kind of weird attachment for Steven given the short amount of time they spend together but that's that's a whole different conversation but you know they have and I think they do I mean on it let's think about all everything all of everyone who interacts with Steven they do so much just for him and I feel like that it's something we have to factor in is like you know I'm I mean, we would have expected more. Like, what did we expect? Did we want Lapis to like go in there and beat Peridot with a bat? No, she went along with it because Steven wanted her to. Like, uh, yeah. She was willing to protect Peridot. And I think we just have, there might be some more complicated stuff going on that we just haven't gotten mm-hmm. into yet. And there's just, the gyms are weird. And I'm really not that bothered by them not, like, we see stuff like this all, like, the gyms just act weird. Like, Pearl, prime example of just, Pearl does stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like, Pearl, Pearl who are weird? you? What? What? Never. She's so normal. But like, yeah. I mean, uh, but you, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, obviously it's kind of borderline, like, what a cop-out, Delaney. Like, she, oh, they're, they're aliens, so we shouldn't expect them to do anything ever. Like, no, it, but it just, it makes sense given what we've seen from the characters. Like, yes, we saw them, like, flip out, and then we had, like, the baseball episode, but yeah, I think Lapis was just pushed to her breaking point. Yeah, I think it's a good, I think it's a good point. Um, I, I, I think that a lot of people, like, might not agree with what you're saying but right. uh, let me immediately like say like you're people who might not agree like you're wrong like like barn mates lapis is i agree cl- like the main point is lapis is not a confrontational person i think this is totally true lapis's reaction throughout all burn mates was just to like go away and like i'm not dealing with this Keep hiding yeah she's just she's just like i'm not dealing with this and it's only after she just got pestered like a million times that she blew up and i think it was kind of understandable given uh everything that they just they just like kept doing it and doing it um and we'll talk more about the just like if you want more on that, I, the justification of Lapis's behavior or whatever. The uh, barn mates listen, uh, listen to feedback, but um, yeah, I just I I think that this characterization of Lapis's character as like like uh, uh, a lot of people be like Lapis is a bee and um, yeah, raging you, bee person. Blah, you can blah, blah. say you can say nothing to piss me off more than that type of thing. Um, calling this like uh, ju- any sort of uh, negative or uh, behavior from female characters as as classifying it like that. Um, n- the nostalgia critic is still dead to me for calling Korra a bee during uh, book two, by the way. So uh, that's, this is this is not good. Yeah, what I've seen reaction scene lapses. I also think it's just completely unjustified. Like look at her, look at her, uh, her reactions in that. She's clearly just avoiding things and it's just like they force the issue on her um well the thing with that is it's just like it's very it's very like dismissive and reductive to just try to like limit it to that and what that's supposed to mean in general calling female characters that word is a uh is an expectation of happiness from females which is the stupidest thing and uh part of society's ingrained sexism anyway um i've ranted about this many times so we don't need to get into it more but i don't want to let's transition now to uh i think we're already talking about this current state of lapis's character we see um 
we see uh, a lot, I mean, a lot going on. We saw the stuff in Barnmates. We saw before she's happy with Steven. She's not thrilled with being with Jem. She wasn't thrilled with Peridot. She's maybe okay with Peridot now. She was uh, in Hit the Diamond uh, probably interacting with them uh, like pretty well. And she's still kind of <laughs> unemotional, but she, I don't know, she smiled at one of the rubies once. She, uh, she, she caught a ball. She caught she's a ball. She's happy about it. She yeah. like bunted and then the minimal amount of effort and then uh, walked to first. Um, uh, she like thumbs up the gay. She called it flirting. Uh, this is a summary of Lapis's actions and hit the diamond. Anyway, um, <laughs> Michelle, you uh, you actually have an outline with all this type of stuff. Like, how would you categorize the current state of Lapis? And if you want to get into some of the recent episodes and some of the g- more general points about where characters have been at recently. Recently. Okay, well, I think um, in a lot of ways, Lapis is kind of, since she's been in Malachite and been fused with Jasper, she she's really trying to distance herself from pretty much everyone who's not Steven. Um, because for her, you know, if she were to, like, be nice with Peridot, she'd have to put herself in a pretty vulnerable place. And, like, for her, I think... You know, being really vulnerable is tied to also, like, being really passive and being, like, imprisoned and being used by other people. And so there's all this really negative stuff tied up in the idea of, like, being, like, put in a position where people can hurt you. And so she's just, like, really doesn't want to give anyone that option. And so when Peridot tries to be friends with her, she just keeps distancing herself um, and doesn't even, like, want to try because... She doesn't want to be put in a position where, like, bad things can happen to her again. She wants to be in control. And, you know, and I think in a way for her, like, distance is control, you know? Uh, And it can be a kind of strength, although, like, to her detriment, because then she will have less allies and less friends and might not be as happy as she could be. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, before... Before Malachite, which I think was a, a point where she she did gain a lot of control because she was the one keeping the fusion together. She was the one keeping Jasper under and staying at the bottom of the ocean. Like that wasn't like a that was kind of a self-destructive choice, but it was her choice. And I think that made a really big difference for her. And I think since then having that kind of agency is something she's really interested in having and she's just kind of channeled that post Malachite into just like trying to be as distant enough as she can to protect herself so you know for Peridot I think that's really hard because Peridot wants to have like Lapis give her the same justification that Steven and the Crystal Gems have that she is different you know and she's changed and she's rebelled and she's a Crystal Gem now and she's like a good person and for Lapis like all that Peridot reminds her of is, like, who she used to be when she was, like, dragged back to Earth and interrogated. And she doesn't she doesn't want to feel like that anymore. She wants to feel like a new person who is in control. So I think that's, yeah, that's part of the reason she pushes Peridot away a lot. Just, like, not really that, like, Peridot interrogated her, but, like, what Peridot reminds her of about yeah. herself. Um, and, you know, for Peridot, like, we, we, we talked about how she was, like, kind of, like, annoyingly pestering her all the time. I think... That's understandable, too. I mean, it, she probably should have given Lapis more space, especially considering, like, she just got out of the fusion and there's, like, a lot for her to process. Um, but she also just really was, like, hell-bent on getting Lapis to accept her and give her that kind of justification that she was a different person, too, because that's really important to her. Yeah. Um, and so she just she just kept going at it too much, and by the time... 
you know, Lapis exploded at her. You see the paradox, you know, her heart was in the right place because as soon as Lapis tells her to go, she does go. Because mm. even though it's kind of misguided the way she's trying to approach, like, a friendship with Lapis, like, she really does have her best interest at heart. She just doesn't really know how to reach Lapis the way Lapis probably wants to be reached. Right. So I think, I think if, all of this... If she wants to be reached. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so... I think it's I think Peridot not giving Lapis enough space in the episode is is very true. I think people kind of absolve Peridot of her actions yeah. in that episode, but she's just I think she's clearly wrong in trying to approach it so much in the beginning and like the turning point is when she actually does give Lapis space and then Lapis is like, "Oh, uh maybe she's not terrible." <laughs> like why not? <laughs> like it go yeah. away, okay, right? So, I think going back to what you said earlier. So, I think that um one way you can look at look at Lapis's character and this is I think a pretty crucial way. So, it's not just like you can contradict this, but there's there's more to it. But I think one of the most essential ways to be Lapis since the uh, in the season one finale and since then is under the guise of control. And um, the se- the end of the season one finale and the resulting uh, her missing whatever in Chilteed and beyond and up to up to uh, Super Auto Melon Island. You can view in general and this what the specifics are is up to debate, but you can view it as um, Lapis uh, try trying to uh, gaining control of an abusive situation. Um, I, I very much am in favor of using the word abusive in, tor- in terms of uh, the situation involving her in season one. And then even if it's um, of her own accord, taking control is still in an abusive situation uh, throughout most of uh, season two. And um, one way to view uh, when she's able to finally break free and Peridot's actions, like we just said, is uh, Peridot, to a certain extent, is trying to exert her will upon Lapis, uh, even if it's in the most innocuous way possible throughout the beginning of Barnmates. And, uh, like, if you view her current situation in terms of, like, desperately trying to gain control of awful situations that she's been put through for her entire life, then, uh, of course she's going to respond badly to Peridot, like, trying to, uh, like, to proposition her for her friendship, and, uh, like, it's not until she's, the big turning point is, one, uh, Peridot, uh, acquiescing and saying, okay, I'll give you space. Number two is her gaining control of the situation and protecting Peridot, um, and seeing, uh, Peridot's reaction and her happy reaction to Lapis, uh, exerting control of, of uh, this relationship is uh, a very def got to be a super positive thing in Lapis's mind at this point and shows that there really is is potential with uh, being friends with Peridot. Well, I think is, also, like, she doesn't, Lapis doesn't owe Peridot friendship or like, yeah, that's my, that's my, that thing. Like, I, I think there's a crucial thing that we're like missing about Lapis's character and that maybe we'll see more of it and then, or people just aren't talking about it. Like, to me, Lapis comes off as kind of like a Raven character from Teen Titans in that she's quiet, like, she really doesn't like you, but she'll, like, put up with you. But, like, Lapis doesn't have to be friends with people. She doesn't have to like them. She doesn't have to interact with the Crystal Gems that the others do. Like, Peridot's who she is, and I love Peridot. Lapis doesn't have to like Peridot. Lapis right, doesn't have to... Yeah. I, think, I think we're holding Lapis a lot to these... Um, expectations that we have for all the other crystal gems like okay we see garna and like yeah they all get along but we've also seen them fight and we understand where they come from and i think people just they want and i think it has to do with you know her being filmed we expect lapis to be happy and friendly you know be friends with everyone but lapis just like steven which can't blame her steven's pretty great but like lapis she 
Lapis doesn't have to like any of the Crystal Gems, and she doesn't have to act like the other Crystal Gems, and I'm fine if her and Peridot are never okay, because Lapis doesn't owe anyone any sort of friendship. Yeah. And honestly, that's, that's the really most upsetting point. thing about... That's the most upsetting thing about, honestly, about Barnmates, is that, like, people are, like... Yeah, Peridot's changed, but Lapis doesn't have to forgive her. Lapis doesn't have to be her friend. Like, I love Peridot. I've accepted who Peridot is. It's fine, but Lapis doesn't have to. Like, Steven yeah. likes Peridot, and... Peridot loves Steven, and Lapis loves Steven, but she does not have to love Peridot or even put up with her at all. Yeah. Like, they just have to not fight every two minutes. They just don't, like, they just don't have to physically, like, have altercations. Like, they just, yeah, that's it. Right. So, <laughs> they don't, yeah. like... La- la- yeah, I agreed, agreed. Um, like, Lapis, yeah, Lapis doesn't have to do anything. Um, for more on this discussion, I would, I would again, reference the, the Barnmates listener feedback. Uh, I think that um, I want to kind of steer us more into Lapis's character, but I think we're all. Let's talk about like Lapis is she's like I think this is like she's just not like the other Crystal Gems. Like yes, they're all different, but Lapis like I've yeah. not really expecting that much. Like Lapis to me is like striking me very much as a Raven like character. You know, we're gonna see little tidbits here and they're like what like what's what's really going on in Lapis's head like. Who does she like? She really cares for Steven and she's willing to do, you know, this, this. She'll protect Peridot. Doesn't really like Peridot that much, but that's fine. Just who Lapis is. And she's like, I think, like, I think we're expecting, like, like, I don't, like, we might be having this attitude, like, or maybe we, I mean, I'm not assuming that we do, but, like, we're kind of talking about in this way that, like, well, Lapis and Peridot, they have to get along and Lapis needs to get fixed or whatever. She went through this. We need Lapis to be better. No, maybe this is just who Lapis is. Like, maybe, mm-hmm. we, even without Malachi, granted, I have, a hundred percent certain that Malachite has been like that experience was horrendous for Lapis. We've seen this, and but also like Lapis, this also might just be how who Lapis is. She has, you know, she doesn't really want friends. Doesn't she just wants to be like she just wants to be left alone and just yeah mm-hmm. exist without a lot of expectation or like she just wants to be her. So let's and talk think, about that because um this is I think this is really interesting. Let's view Lapis's behavior and hit the diamond and kind of like what what's is it is it lapis is it the result of the situation she's been in that's kind of my big question because throughout hit the diamond and ever since we've seen lapis she's been very stoic very um unemotive very uh kind of uh not super feeling or caring um although i i would argue she's kind of all these things but in in not obvious subtler ways yeah Yeah. right and and i relate heavily to that which Mm -hmm. is i think why she's my my favorite um and uh my my question is kind of uh, like why is Lapis the way she is? Um, is it because that's who she is, or is it because of the experiences she's been through? And the there's well, and no answer. Can, there's no answer. Can't answer that. Answer that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, it, and it can be both. Like it's not necessarily an either or. Like we're all shaped by who like who we are, who we choose to be, and also what's impacted us. Like it's all pro- it's mm-hmm. all like you know it's a circle. It's not like straight. Right. Let's let's debate. Let's it's debate like trying to think nature, about who yeah. like Pearl would have been before she came to Earth and was a rebel. Like. Was she right. super obedient ha- and like ha- happy quotation marks, or was mm. she always kind of like inclined towards certain things? But I, know, I think one point Delaney brought up because like I do, I do, you know, I, I, my, my, I myself am guilty of this. Like I, I did kind of see the situation with Peridot and Lapis. Like, well, like hopefully, like Lapis will like learn that she can be vulnerable and be in control, and like that'll be a great step for her moving forward. And maybe like Peridot will be the solution to that problem. But I mean, she, her her position is really different from the crystal gems. I mean, like, I feel like part of the thing is because like when, when, when like Garnet got mad at Pearl and it, it was like really like ha- sad to watch, 
it it was a really different situation than Lapis being mad at Parada or like Lapis just trying to like kind of be on her own because like you know they'd been a team for like thousands of years together. They really had formed a really strong bond. But Lapis has barely seen people in the past like thousands of years. You know she really has been with them for an incredibly long time. So I mean she probably doesn't have she's not used to forming relationships even if she wanted to. So, Lapis doesn't want to be a crystal gem. Like, Lapis yeah, is just there. Like, yeah, she's been stuck like on Earth not. so long. And she doesn't, you know, she... I think it is kind of unfair to expect her to just, like, you know, accept things the way the crystal gems have and just, like, be happy because her situation is so different. Ex- expectations Earth is where she is. Aside. She didn't choose Earth. She was forced mm-hmm. to be on Earth. She, she was, yeah. yes. Yeah. So that's, I think it's, it's important to remember experiences as detailed in Same Old World, her, like, being stuck here. And right. um, then her being stuck in Malachite, right? That's very important to remember. And we'll probably go over that. But um, expectations aside, my question is, like, where are we going with Lapis? Um, right. Like, yeah. is is Lapis just the way she is and that's how she's going to be on the show? Or are we going to get, like, a Lapis opening up to everyone being a more emotive type arc? And if we do get that, is that somewhat reductive to her character and the experiences she's been through? I it's think, lo- yeah. Obviously, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can do it in a way that, like, Lapis can be... There's a difference between Lapis suddenly, like, you know, we have some weird scene, you know, and Lapis, like, turns into Peridot for five seconds. You're like, what was that, Lapis? What are you doing? But if you have something more like Lapis slowly... And I think this isn't about her becoming more emotive or, you know, this, 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 but becoming slightly more comfortable with the situation Mm -hmm. she's in and maybe giving off, like, the tiniest bit of, like, you know, like, like, I'm expecting more, like, what I'd be okay with is, like, they're, like, it's, you know, a few episodes into the future, and someone says something, and then Lapis laughs, because she understood this really weird joke that actually wasn't funny, but Lapis thought it was funny, that everyone's like, did Lapis just laugh? Have we heard that sound before? What is Lapis doing? And then, you know, Lapis kind of gets quiet, and then we just carry on, because I think we need, like, we, not, we need to accept who Lapis is, but then we can yeah. have little moments like that. That, like, we don't know the whole picture. And I'm okay with not knowing everything that there is to know about Lapis. Because, like, we're not we're not going to. Yeah. So, like, yeah. at all. My take on this is that uh, there's, a, there's a way to characterize Lapis in the future as um, becoming closer with, uh, like, even liking at all the Crystal Gems right. and Peridot. And maybe being slightly more emotive and opening up while still uh, not being reductive to the experiences that she's well, been like, through. I think that's possible. Teen Titans, like, Raven, like... I, I think, in my mind, Raven and Lapis are, like, the same character. Like, it's, and honestly, when you think about it, they're very similar in, like, background, all this stuff. Like, they're, like, Raven's still Raven, and then, like, you know, is friends with the Teen Titans. Like, they, you know, form a really strong bond. We can have that with Lapis, and she can still be Lapis. Like, we don't have to compromise her character mm-hmm. for the sake of being, like, oh, she needs, you know, it's, like, this whole idea of, like, you can be shy. You don't have to be outgoing. Like it's yeah. fine. I think. Yeah, I think she doesn't can... have to be more emotive or open up in a way that's not like as subtle as we can imagine it might be, given what we've seen of her character so far. Yeah, I, I think being stoic is always going to be kind of Lapis's thing in the show, right, and yeah. make like uh, jokes, jokes surrounding that, like there was in uh, Hit the Diamond. But I do think we're probably going towards a situation where she's more social. Um, my my thing would be let's look to real life experiences. Uh, people there's tons of people who go through abusive situations um and they don't just like have to stay uh like uh, depressed and defined by that they can still uh you know move past it in their lives and um they can it's it's and they can 
become uh, different people than they were when they're experiencing that. But that's not to say that this that uh, that experience is ever going away or that it's it's not ever right. a part of them, right? Uh, so I think that this is kind of the thing we have to keep in mind with Lapis is she's went through uh, a lot of a lot of crap and a lot of abuse and. Um, I think we we have started to witness that change though, because I just remember um, what a what a striking moment it was when she walks over and bats um, the the it's not a roaming eye, but the thing with the rubies in it. Just like she she had such like an intense like solid expression, and I think that really was a moment where she was like, you know, I'm I'm really strong. I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with you. I know I can do this. I'm going to do it. Like I, I got this, you know, but she, 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 her expression isn't like happy. It's just like very, like, I feel like there's so much behind just the way she's like looking at it and like her concentration. And I think that is the result of just like everything she's been through. I don't think they have to address it in like a conversation in a really like obvious kind of way to show that progression. I think that moment is something that maybe they'll do more of just like, They'll, they'll show you, but they won't have to, like, have conversations. Like, they show and won't tell, basically. Which I think might be better, in a way. I'd rather see her just, like, the way she's responding to situations, showing her change more than just being like, and then this happened, and this is, you know, how I right. feel about it now, you yeah. know? I, th- I think Hit the Diamond's a very powerful episode um, in terms of Lapis's character and watching it, and it was pretty emotional for me, the few scenes that she has, and they're all kind of in the background. But just seeing her kind of interact normally and be somewhat happy or content and just seeing her, the scene where uh, it's like Lapis, you went on this, and she laughs and it's like, it's a, it's a stupid plan. Um... Uh, mm-hmm. And and just uh, seeing her like sm- the two second shot of her smiling at the, whichever ruby that was, and her like thumbs upping the gay. I've already went over all these, but uh, just seeing uh, normal interactions and normal living of life for Lapis, and her being like not super upset as she's just been most of the past that tens of thousands of years uh is was was pretty powerful for me and i think is 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 kind of the way to go with that is just to see the small adjustments of of coming back from this type of thing is you have to remember too. go ahead sorry no you go ahead (laughs) you have to remember like also like we've dealt with this with all of the crystal gems that we have to like we forget about this too is that like these the gen like they're from a world different from our own and they completely they're all about conformity and like every single one of the gems that we are learned like meet, like you know they're you know becoming the crystal gems they have to learn how to be themselves and learn, and learn what it is to be an individual so i think that's something we have to like factor into is like maybe she like and and like on top of that like lapis has had like you know everything lapis has been through like on top of that she comes from a world where you're not an individual you're you're just you just exist and you're meant to do one thing and that's why she got dragged to earth anyway yeah i, th- I, I think, think that's like yeah i think this is like that's it's interesting stuff there's an whole another layer to this of lapis going through the normal crystal gem adjusting right. to earth type thing that we're not even considering so that on top of her coming back from her abuse and adjusting to uh like this new these new people and um like getting away from horrible negative experiences there's she's also going through the peridot adjusting to our earth arc at the same time and like how does that even manifest within everything we're talking about that's that's it's, it's so much like lapis is just so like it's kind of incredible <laughs> that, that she's that she's functioning and that she's like 
able to be at least somewhat happy right now. And I, I, I don't know. I, lo- I look up to Lapis a lot. Like, I want to be Lapis. Like, Lapis is pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to – I want to start to table this here. Um, we can get in any final thoughts. There's a lot we didn't hit on that Michelle had outlined. So we're probably going to have a part two to the, the Lapis podcast. But, um, Michelle, any any – pertinent points or things to this like lapis in the future type discussion or current state where we ended up taking this that you want to bring up before we close things out uh i think i had something but i don't actually remember right now so i think i'm good (laughs) okay so yeah there's a lot we didn't hit on we want to talk more about marriage emotion gem uh probably some stuff with like looking back on the jasper stuff and i think that'll be more relevant if we ever see jasper again maybe never who knows oh we will oh. she's not dead oh, will we i don't know she's, she's not, not she's dead not on, and she's not on neptune so uh, she could be there's a technically chance there's a technical chance that something really super weird could have happened she could be on neptune but that'd be pretty funny probably not neptune. yeah okay so we'll, that'd be ridiculous I at, be some, at some point we will bring lapis part two discussion um let us know what you thought of any of this comments uh on overlyanimated.com youtube comments tumblr asks um a lot of stuff to discuss here and obviously we can get into everything we're gonna get into more stuff uh random tweet from ian uh jq uh <laughs> this could be its own round table he, he says i have a lot of passionate feelings about cartoons going off model and how much i like it <laughs> <laughs> which is like insert it's gonna uh, incite its own uh its own uh blank, oh, blank storm because kind of the, the most frequent criticism i see of steven universe is like why are the characters off model right so <laughs> we don't need to get into that but i think the that's answer is they're never on model because everyone draws them slightly different because uh the, the style of the show is to the storyboard artist who draws it right so yeah, yeah it's, it's it is it is it definitely notable in uh which episode did people like get up in arms a lot of people talking about same old world with the big hair yeah the big hair Um, and and then um (laughs) mars amazing like um tweet and response is pretty great yeah mars like uh drew them with like i'm sorry i didn't draw them with big enough hair and then like yeah look look for that if you didn't see it so uh maybe that's a future discussion although i have not much interest in discussing the off model versus on model like i don't really care so uh, i'm Dale nice and lenny stillval michelle andrew overlyanimated.com search for the overly animated podcast on itunes or your favorite podcatcher um we'll be back next week with either another roundtable or the discussion for uh steven floats depending on cartoon network who knows what they will do um you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated uh this is this podcast ad free brought to you by our patrons thank you very much um you know, I'm not finding it, but <laughs> Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, and Catherine, hey, aka Hey Nuff, you're much going to see Beatrice, Nate, Nathan, Fillion, Buzz Like Your Mailman, Rachel Rose, Johnny Bravo, Brian, and Cookie Cap. And um, yep, that's it for this week's roundtable. Let us know your comments. I'm coming up on the po- podcast, on the Overlimited podcast. Uh, Voltron, Delaney and I, Woo! going to cover the entire series in like two days. So, overlyanimated.com because we're crazy and we want you guys to have content. It's dumping on Netflix on. Uh, tomorrow tonight tonight yeah uh mm-hmm. midnight pacific 2 a.m my time zone Woo. yeah i don't think we're staying up for that but um it will cover well you know we're, we'll, we'll have all the episodes out at some point and then uh big stuff too delaney and i discussing the ladybug origins episodes coming out on sunday mm-hmm. all that stuff overlandmated.com subscribe to us on itunes itunes reviews uh thank you very much for listening we will see you guys next time bye bye, bye.